Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Los Angeles Podcast of Anaheim, a semi-daily audio blog for all things Angels baseball. This is the Game 2 wrap-up, and it's a better one than yesterday. It's a good one, the first win of the season for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and it was a thriller, a late-inning, come-from-behind win with Danny Espinoza providing all the heroics. In case you didn't watch the game, and you probably should, the Angels started out slow. Uh, Matt Shoemaker was a starting pitcher, and he was uneven, I guess you could say. Five innings, four hits, two runs, three walks, two two strikeouts, uh, 99 pitches, and two of those went over the fence. Ryan Healy got him in the first inning. Jed Lowry got him in the second. And it just seemed that he was... Shoemaker was a bit too amped up that his fastball and his sinker were his fastball stayed up and his sinker wasn't sinking. There were a lot of loud outs, there were a lot of line drives. He seemed to have a hard time just finding the strike zone. He was just up and around all over the place. There was a scary moment in the fourth inning. Steven Vogt hit a line drive right back up the middle, a hard ground ball, and Shoemaker, you know. Everybody remembers him taking the line drive off of his head and him having to have brain surgery in the offseason. Vote hit one hard up the middle. A shoemaker turned away and it kind of brushed his body, went up the middle. And Vote was out at first base. Simmons uh, fielded the grounder and threw him out. And immediately after, you had a couple of teammates go up and check on Shoemaker. Martin Maldonado came out of the catcher slot to. You know, give him a few moments just to collect himself. It was a it was a scary moment, and you knew, like everybody in the booth and on the field knew it that you know something like this was going to happen inevitably. Shoemaker is a major league pitcher. Major league batters are going to come up through the box every once in a while. It's hard to tell if Shoemaker was affected or not because he was already erratic before then. Jed Lowry was the batter immediately after, and he put a line drive in the right center alley. But it's hard to, it's impossible to say if it's Lowry with a good piece of hitting or if Shoemaker was affected by and shaken up by the comebacker. Either way, though, uh, nobody scored that inning, and he seemed okay for the rest of that inning, and he had a 1 2 3 fifth inning after which they pulled him. It wasn't a great outing for Matt Shoemaker, but it wasn't terrible. He really fought through his wildness, and he kept his team in the game. And that's really all you can ask for, especially when your guy doesn't have his best stuff, best command for the night. Shoemaker had a 3-2 lead when he left the game. For the Angels, they got all their runs, all those three runs in the second inning. And this is uh, this was one of those nights where, you know, in the first game, the bottom lineup uh, we talked about yesterday, one for 15 with eight strikeouts. Tonight, different story. In the second inning, Mar- Jeffrey Marte played uh, first base instead of C.J. Crone tonight, and he let off the second with a walk. And Cameron Maben, base hit, his first base hit as an angel on his birthday tonight. And then on Andrelton Simmons, single to load the bases. Espinosa flight out to shallow right, but then Martin Maldonado with a single to right, scored two, and then Escobar followed with another single that played it another run. 
And those were the three runs that Matt Shoemaker was holding on to when he left the game. It was uh, he had given up two, the two solo shots. It was three to two, and it actually turns into four to two in the bottom of the fifth inning. Mike Trout hits a triple down the left field line, scores Cole Calhoun. So, at which point Mike Socia goes to the bullpen, and then shenanigans ensue. Blake Parker comes in and he has a clean sixth inning, but in the bottom of the seventh. He gives up a leadoff single to Lowry and then throws a wild pitch. He gets a strikeout for Trevor Plouffe, but Yonder Alonso singles and Lowry scores, and that's it for Parker. So Bud Norris has brought into the game 4-3, to three, man on first. Now, I'll be honest. I think the best thing about Bud Norris is his pitching, and his pitching freaking sucks. I don't like his act. I never have, not with Houston, not with Baltimore. But he's he's just one of those guys who is so sure of himself that he's got to tell you everything about him while poo-pooing everything about you. But, you know, he's such a good and stand-up guy, he just can't stand to let anybody get away without knowing where he stands on any issue all the time. So, anyways... I'm not thrilled that he's on the Angels. I'm less thrilled that he's pitching for the Angels because he comes in with a man on first. Uh, Simeon doubles. Alonzo goes third, so second and third. And then Roger Davis triples down the right field line, uh, triples past uh, Jeffrey Marte, who gives a great effort. Ball goes just off his glove. Uh, Alonzo and Simeon score. Now Davis, of course, blazing fast. He goes to third on the on the base hit. Now, the ball comes in to Danny Espinosa. Espinosa turns, goes to third, and then the ball skips away and Espinosa, you know, gets the error. Raji Davis comes in to score, and all of a sudden, a 4 to 3 Angel lead, a 4 to 2 Angel lead coming into the inning becomes a 6 to 4 deficit thanks to the bullpen. Uh, the bullpen that everybody understood was going to be a problem. They were a problem tonight. So, bullpen shenanigans aside, going into the ninth inning, the Angels down 6-4, to four, and that's when you had the plays of the game. So, this is one of those fun things, one of those things that you never see coming. In the first game of the season, the bottom of the lineup, 6-7-8-9, combined to be 1-for-15 with 8 strikeouts. Tonight, they were 5 for 15. They scored five, four runs. They knocked in five. And they were doing it tonight against Ryan Dull, who's a pretty darn good pitcher in his own right. Marte gets on. It's an infield single. It actually looked like a sh- it's a play that should have been made, but uh, third baseman Healy bobbled it on the transfer. Whatever. Gift single. But then Cam Maben singles, his second single on his birthday, and Marte. Marte goes to second. Simmons follows with the fielder's choice, so it's first and third. So first and third, and this is where you get to the bad of the game. First and third, one out. Danny Espinosa comes up, and Espinosa, it's obvious when you're watching the at-bat that he's looking to jack one out. He took a look at a breaking ball away for strike one, and then he swung out of his shoes at a strike two pitch in on the hands. The pitch was like a foot inside, and he let loose, and he didn't even come close. So with two strikes, um, two strikes, Dole ended up throwing him another breaking ball low and away. 
that wasn't low and far enough away. It didn't even look like it was supposed to be a strike. And what's worse is that when you look at the replay, Espinoza looked like he was initially not quite fooled, but he was expecting and looking for a fastball inside because strike two is fastball in, not close. So he's looking for that pitch again, and he starts to open up early. But then you can see him instantly pick up the pitch, and he wailed on it. He saw it uh, with the ball away. He had full extension, and he crushed it into the power alley in right center, over the big wall, 7-6 Angels. And instead of bullpen shenanigans, you have the one guy in the bullpen that we can trust. So Cam Bedrosian comes in. Cam Bedrosian gets an easy 1-2-3 inning. And the halo gets lit for the first time this season. It's a great feeling. It was a fun game. It was, it was an exciting game. And it was a it was a win. What else can you ask for? Looking towards Game 3, the A's are going to be throwing Jarrell Cotton. Just turned 25 years old this January, fresh off the farm. He didn't pitch a lot in the majors last year. But like Kendall Graveman in Game 1, like Sean Manea tonight, uh, Jarrell Cotton is young. He throws in the mid-90s, and he's one of those guys that could really develop, develop into something with some experience and some good coaching. He came. He was a Dodger prospect and, actually, and came over to Oakland in the Rich Hill trade last year. He actually got his Major League debut against the Angels last September, six and third innings, two hits, one run. The prospect towns at, over at 2080 Baseball, they have him more as a middle rotation starter, but I actually think he could be better than that. He is going to be going up against Garrett Richards, and this is going to be Richards' first start of the season, of course. He is coming off a pretty solid spring. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter what his numbers in the spring are. The numbers that matter are he's hitting 97 on the gun and he's healthy. So you can expect him tomorrow to throw maybe 80 innings before they pull him. If he he can get five innings out of that, or maybe even six, that would be great. You can't expect the Angels to allow him to go any more than that, at least for the first part of the season, until they know for sure that they can trust his health. And that's going to be the thing. That's going to be the thing with Richards all year, is how healthy is that stem cell repaired right elbow. This is a four-game series, so Richards goes in Game 3, and then Game 4 is going to be a day game on Thursday with Tyler Skaggs starting for the Angels then. After the Thursday game, the Angels will fly home for the Friday home opener in Anaheim. As of right now, Jesse Chavez is scheduled to start. Yeah, really exciting, right? Ricky Nolasco is starting opening day. Jesse Chavez is starting opening day at home. Meanwhile, the the two guys that everyone cares about, Shoemaker and Garrett Richards, 
are on the road somewhere hoping to try to get well. But, you know, that's just how it goes. There's no reason to look too far ahead at this point. I mean, it's only game two. First game, all you had was a top-heavy offense that turned nothing around. And then in the second game, you had the back end of the lineup really come through, steal victory from the Jaws' defeat. One one fun thing to note is that Mike Trout has three hits so far this season, double, triple, homer. So, you know, he is what he is. As a week goes on, especially in Game 3, you know that Richards isn't going to go deep, so you know the bullpen's going to be called upon to try and help out. Um, the bullpen has not been good the first two games, but we knew that was going to happen. We knew that the bullpen was going to be weak. And, but we didn't think it was going to be a disaster, or at least I didn't think it was going to be a di- total disaster. So, you know, maybe like the back end of the lineup, they're going to turn it around at least for a game or two. Uh, the one thing we can say is that Cam Bedrosian looks as good as he did last year when he was going 40 innings and not allowing anybody anything. So I know that some people are a little nervous. They like the save stat. They like the closer label. And they're worried that because Houston Street is on the shelf that the Angels don't really have a closer. The Angels do have a closer. Bedrosian is the best relief pitcher in the organization, and that includes Houston Street. So the one, th- the one thing the Angels don't have to worry about is the guy coming into the ninth inning with a small lead. That guy's Bedrosian. I'm very happy with that. It's the bridge guys. It's Parker and Norris and the innings that they're going to have to pitch. It's Bailey and Ramirez and the innings they're going to pitch. I am frightened for those innings. So, you know, it's incumbent on guys like Richards, on guys like Shoemaker, Nolasco, Skaggs, to chew up six, seven innings as often as possible. But, you know, that's going forward. Right now, game two is in the books. Uh, It's a win, first win of the season, hopefully the first of many. And we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.